da, it da, all da, up. Da, shaking my ass for you. Dude, that's a fucking banger, man. Anime Casuals <laughs> exclusive. Uh, uh, uh. Shaking it. Uh, oh, yeah. What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to Anime Casuals. I am Lucky. And I am Michael. And I'm Johnny. And we make up Anime Casuals. If you're wondering why Johnny sounds a little strange today, it's because he lost his nuts. I'm sorry to say that he lost his nuts. He is no longer, no longer amongst the, the nutted, but the nutless now. So he, uh, no, he is actually not here today. That was actually Michael's uh, pretty... Pretty professional impersonation, I have to say, of Thanks, our friend Johnny. You know, I, I gotta say that's I almost couldn't tell the difference. I almost thought he was here with us. It was pretty wild. But <laughs> you know, we <laughs> we're gonna get into our big three guys. Welcome back to the weekend talk number shit. I have no idea. I think it's close to forty now. So yeah, we're gonna be talking about uh, for anybody that is new. We basically take talk about our big three, which for people that don't know, our big three are all anime that we are continuously watching together because we don't all watch the same anime all the time. But we have decided, hey. For the fans out there, actually, I should, probably shouldn't use the word for the fans since that's uh, that's Johnny's copyright. But <laughs> uh oh, uh oh, he's gonna sue you. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. But uh, yeah, we're <laughs> we're talking about our big three. Our big three this week are One Piece episode nine hundred seventy five, My Hero season five episode nine. Or I'm not gonna go through all that bullshit again. And Zombie Land Saga, <laughs> Zombie Land Saga uh, season two episode eight. Hey, so, man, yeah. it just counts as what they present themselves on, on the streaming sites. You don't need to jump in too far. Exactly, exactly. So the, the, now one thing I will say is – so typically I read these off in the order that we're going to read, that we're going to talk about them. And typically it's kind of from least hype to most hype. Doesn't mean doesn't mean exactly the first one's going to be like the worst or anything. In this case it kind of is, but, you know. But – You'll notice something strange. I actually mentioned the Zombie Line Saga at the end, and that's because it went hard in the paint on the story. So I'm going to say that for the end. But we're going to start off with One Piece episode 975. Finally, this dude gets shot in the face. Finally, and we, we end up, uh, we end up, we end up. Uh, actually, that was the episode before, but you know he's he's now boiling uh, as Odin should be, and. You know, we're we're getting into the the castle and everything. I mean, Michael, what did you what did you take away from that whole? Well, thing? lucky, you're definitely right. He's dead now. Yay! Dead he's dead. He's dead. Yay! Yay! Um, beyond that, uh, it's slightly interesting. The only thing that I was kind of like interested in because everybody got time traveled this episode. Um, everybody's flashed twenty years in the future. Uh, and the biggest thing was like. Why did mom go, hey, younger daughter and turtle man, you are staying here. And I was I was like, okay, I guess there's some like understanding with that. Is that like, because I don't, I don't think they explained it unless Lucky knows, like is paying more attention than I was. <laughs> I, but, <laughs> I nearly fell asleep during that episode. Bro. Yeah, okay. Uh, because it was all stuff that we already, they, they explained that like four separate times before the flashback. That was like, hey, the castle caught on fire and my mom died. Hey, the castle caught on fire. My wife died. Hey, the castle. Okay, we get it. The castle caught on fire. Kaido blew up the castle. We got it. Okay. 
it was a little sad when she died okay got it but the biggest thing is like why did you leave your daughter and the turtle man behind like did you want them to infiltrate like so that there's some kind of setting there because she obviously remembers the hor- the atrocities that be- fell her family and apparently nobody remembers that she was one of the kazuki is that their name yeah kazuki they're the Kazuki clan. Like nobody, like nobody connects that. Yeah, even though she looks exactly like her mother, which I'm like, you guys have this like almost the same hair color. I mean, what what's the difference? Also, did she did she go by a different name? I can't remember now if she if she was just Hiori the whole time or if she was like, I I don't I I think she did. I'm, I'm gonna give her the benefit of the doubt. Maybe she did give an alias. I, I would. I'm gonna be really mad if I go back and I find out she didn't have an alias this whole time and she was just going under. I'm Hiyori Kazuki. Hi guys, I'll be your I'll be your courtesan and I'll also be uh, fucking all you guys over and all that stuff. But dude, I I mean I'll say that this Toki went out like a fucking boss. I, I I think Odin went out like a boss too. But I at that point I was ready for anybody to kill him, dude. I don't care. I wouldn't have even cared if. A citizen killed him at that point. Like, just get out of here already, man. We don't, we don't want to see you anymore. You've overstayed your welcome, and that has no—that's no fault of Odin himself. It's mostly of the some of the storytelling elements of okay. that particular chapter. Lucky, I can I can save you a few minutes of searching. Is that she went under the guise of Kumuri Kumurasaki? That's so right. She, she did have a disguise name that she went under as like with the best courtesan in the whole thing nice. like in all of wano nice. uh and that's the thing is that the thing did she do anything i don't think so unless she did and she made some allies that we don't know about that are gonna come later well but like yeah i mean you could argue that i guess she she sabotaged some of the wealthy people to a certain extent i i don't know what that does it, it doesn't hurt orochi in any way i mean none of these guys had any military might or anything like that so i don't i mean that, but that could have been it, is that she, well, one, okay, is that what Turtle Man, um, which I keep forgetting his name. Kawamatsu, I think. Yeah, Kawamatsu. I guess, you know, they have been with the spirit, right? They've been collecting swords, okay? Yeah. Um, two, she has been taking all the wealth from all these rich people, which I guess is kind of like what Orochi did to them. Yeah. So I guess that's another thing. So that way he doesn't have any wealthy backing there, except mm. for Kaiba. Kaido, who's just powerful, so it doesn't matter. Money means nothing. Um, And, you know, like, I'm just ready finally to get back to the show because the flash, the flash forward to the next time episode thing looks like we're going to get back into the regular story. So I am just excited for that. Yeah, and I I think overall it was, you know, it was a a good send-off. I liked how... You know, Toki was giving this big speech out to everybody, you know, saying to, you know, wait for the future. There'll be this thing, that thing. I, I'm i wondering if it has something to do with her powers that she didn't send more people to the future. Maybe she has a limit to people. Then again, if she had a limit, wouldn't she send both of her kids and then a couple of guardians? And then, you know, <laughs> so I don't, all the guardians and one of her kids. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just like, I'm like, why, why? So why send all of the guardians that are that can actually blend in and not send the one that doesn't blend. Like, Kawamatsu doesn't blend in at all. So when he went strolling through the capital trying to find Hiyori, I mean, it was pretty easy to spot the freaking Kappa out of all these people, man. There's yeah. not, you know, they're pretty xenophobic in Wano anyway. So when they see somebody new, they're just like, what the fuck is that guy? Well, okay, okay. So here, here's some, here's some theory crafting for you, my man. 
Okay. Why did she just send Orochi 20 years in the future? And Kaido. Why did they just send both of them 20 years in the future, rebuild Wano over 20 years, um, and then, like, then you're set. They, they've got no pirate crew when they come back. They got nothing. Because in 20 years, you get a disband them, destroy them, rebuild all of Wano, and then they come back, and you've got a whole bunch of, like, an army... Yeah, so use it more offensively then. Okay, yeah, that's not a bad idea. I mean, especially since Kai, I mean, if anything, just send Kaido, because he's really the thing that's he helping Orochi. He's literally the only reason Orochi's in that position, right? Because otherwise, nobody would have been able to stand up to Odin at all. So, I don't know, man. They, like I said, I'm glad to be done with this. It. I mean, I took a look at the the preview for the next episode, and it looks like we're out. Looks like we're gonna have a little bit, but it. I saw a glimpse of Luffy, and I was like, oh, there he is, man. There he is. But uh, yeah. I called three episodes. I got it. Oh, thank uh, God, I, dude. I've been tired of. I've been tired of us saying like. Oh, I'm two two episodes. It'll be three episodes top. It'll be eight episodes top, and then it just never ends, dude. It never ended. And we're I was done, like, Lucky. We're done. Oh, we finally made it past this. Oh my god. We're the present day, dude. Th that's actually that the, the the you know like way back with the whole reverie thing. Yeah. Uh, like that was my biggest thing. I was like, what is all this story? Why is the reverie not being talked about? Because it's supposed to be an important event, and even now. It's still not quite targeted for a good storyline, yeah. but there's some important stuff that went on during that. So, dude, yeah, I mean, it's funny. I actually watched some of the Reverie stuff, and I was weird how much I forgot because of how much time span, like how much time is spanned. Because you're thinking about, oh, there's this big guy, Kaido. He's got, uh, he's got the uh, Magneto guy. He's got uh, Kid, you know, whatever his name is, Eustace Captain Kid. He's got all this stuff, but you forget about all the crap they went down in Reverie. Apparently, Sabo's quote unquote dead. And all this stuff, and you're like, oh shit, there's a lot of stuff going outside of, on on outside of Wano, and we need to, you know, kind of, you know, step step up, Just get to yeah. it, <laughs> get to it, guys. Definitely. But uh, yeah, I like I said, that this is the only, one of these days. One Piece is going to make its way back up the hierarchy of hype, you know. But it does. Ju just just not right now, just not right now. I mean, you know, every when you have 975 episodes, I dare you to find a series that has over a hundred. Yeah, over 100 episodes that doesn't have a lull every now and then. I mean, it's going to happen, right? So, yeah, yeah, why don't we go ahead and switch over to My Hero. My, my hero. hero. My Hero. <laughs> my Hero, Season 5, Episode 9. Uh, this was a pretty fast match, right? This is the, <laughs> yeah. literally the fastest <laughs> match. Also, Bakugo potential love interest we got going on. But, uh, yeah, what would you what'd you think of that episode, Are you man? Talking about with, you're talking about with Headphone Girl? No, 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 no! I'm talking about with Scale Girl that he beat the shit out of, man. She, oh, she got some, okay. she got some, she got some hard Stockholm syndrome afterwards, dude. She, <laughs> she was just straight up. Oh my god, he's so, he's a lot better than he was. And then all of a sudden, she just started blushing a little bit. I was like, okay, Ooh, okay, okay, okay. None of this. No, you know, keep Deku and Ochako. Like, keep them together. They're just too sweet. They can, they can be forever together. You know, no, nothing should influence that. Exactly. Um, dude, the match was so good. And it's funny that the entire class A recognizes change, but we have the same thing, like as a previous training, as where it's mm. like, hey, during the tournament arc, everybody's gonna see your powers. And that's uh and that was for the uh when they tried to get their uh their class A license. Uh-huh. Uh the pro license, that was what it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was like, oh, all these people already know your powers. I'm like, class B, did you not learn from this? 
Like, I don't even, I think you were there. Like you were in a separate, yeah, they, they had a separate licensing exam. That's what mm-hmm. they said. Yeah. And I'm like, you guys already know that everybody knows their powers. So you guys expected to, you built a plan based on the powers you thought you knew and the personalities you thought you knew. But then class A was like, hey, we're not those people anymore. And they were like, oh, so it most, it like partially worked the entire time. So like I had a a lot of fun watching it because Bakugo just going, hey, we are going to destroy them 4-0, no injuries. They are going to get wrecked. And he followed through like a true leader. And I'm worried that in the next battle, Deku's not going to do the same thing because I'm like, Deku, you're the same. You are equal to Bakugo. Like you've got to do the same thing, my boy. Yeah, I mean, I would still argue that Bakugo is like a slight... He's kind of like, you know, I mean, obviously we're they're rivals. Obviously you see the Sasuke-Naruto comparisons, but he's a lot... It, it is going a lot the same way, right? Where Sasuke was a lot further ahead than Naruto. Or sorry, he was a little bit further ahead of Naruto most of the time until like the very end, right? I feel like that's kind of what's happening right now is Bakugo is still further, further ahead of him. But I yeah. feel like the gap is a little, a little bit lessened because Deku's not a fucking idiot. So it's not, <laughs> yeah, 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 so he actually strategizes in, in his head. But Bakugo just has that weird, that weird, you know, battle sense to the point where just things come naturally to him. And yeah. I really did like the, I, I really liked the whole arc of Bakugo just kind of I mean them doing this flashback of slowly showing what Bakugo, Bakugo actually said it's like it's like hey don't get in my way but I'll be there to help you out when you get when you get in trouble and when I'm in trouble you guys will help me out you know it was like for the, you guys could have just what also like did you love that it was like it wasn't a plan it was just like hey when I'm in trouble, you help me. When you're in trouble, I'll help you. It's like, yeah, shouldn't that just be the plan always? Hakuna Matata <laughs> means no worries. <laughs> yeah, and then he just jumps in and it's just like, all of their combat sense with Bakugo is amazing. And I'm like, okay, guys. Yeah, and I really like that they, you know, even though it was the Bakugo show, they did get to show a lot of the other, the a lot of the other uh, people from Class A. You know, we have uh, uh, Hanta, who is the um, the tape guy. We we saw him kind of adapt to uh, Setsuna or Tetsuna. I forgot what her name was. Her ability to to cha- to like uh, multiply herself, kind of like when you cut off a lizard's tail or that kind of thing. Yeah. And he figured that really quick. I didn't even realize he was doing that the whole time. But once he started taping him up, I was like. That makes a lot of sense. We also got to see my girl Kyoka just straight up be a freaking G and blast some freaking heads off, dude. I'm wondering if anybody can hear after that shit, dude. Like, she just straight up blasted these fools with a straight up, or blasted uh, one of them. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, oh my god, that is, that's pretty intense so, on there. The when, when they do that, I, you know, they, I feel like they just kind of play with the sound effect there because yeah. I don't think if you blasted your sound effect, it would be like, Wah! it would be like, boom, 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 into your ears. They might do, they, they, they're forgetting to show the blood coming down their ears every time. Oh, definitely, dude. And there was one person that I, from class B, that I was actually really, you know, even though, okay, obviously class B got the shit kicked out of him in this one. But I wanted to highlight somebody who is uh, it's Awase, who is the welder, and oh my god, that is such a crafty freaking perk, or quirk, sorry, and you know just the way he just stopped Bakugo right there, and you know obviously if it weren't for what Candy Rush guy, he probably or Sugar Rush guy, he probably I mean he he would have found a way out of it. Let's be honest, he just pulled yeah. the shit out of it. But it was I that's a really cool power. I was 
I was like heavily surprised. You know what it reminds me of is those little people from One Piece that can sew. Uh, sorry, one of them can do that. He can sew people up, uh, for and uh, like sew them to like actual things. Whereas this guy can yeah. weld things together. Wait, question for you. Yeah. Interrupting your train of thought. Do you remember him? The little guy from One no, Piece. No, the welder guy. Uh, he's already been shown in the in the series before. I don't remember when he, he looked familiar. He sounded familiar because he, okay. he's a he's a voice actor that I've recognized. But uh, when when did they show him before? Uh, uh, okay, so for uh, Johnny and uh, Anime Josh, I was mm. like, "Do you guys remember that guy?" And they were like, "No, like he's like a new guy." I'm like, "But let's flash back to the the second training camp that they had when the chainsaw wielding Nobu came out, mm. and it was uh, it was Momo and the welder guy together, and she threw him a tracker, and she said, "Hey." Uh, That's uh, can right. you stick that to this guy? And he was like, "Yeah," and he welds it to his butt, and it was like, it was like perfect. I'm like, I was like, I knew this welder guy would be really cool, but that's also scary. Like watching what he did to Bakugo, I'm like, can you do that to flesh? Can you do that? Uh, you know, other things. Like that's a uh, that's a little terrifying. <laughs> yeah, it gets some human centipede action going on, man. That's the last thing we need in this show right now. But <laughs> yeah, okay, that makes sense. I for some reason. I think the reason why I forgot about that is obviously Momo's like top tier and you know anytime she's in a scene it's like you know you forget about everybody else unless it's Tokiyami my boy but my boy. I can totally I can totally see where where you're coming from with that I just didn't think it went I guess it just didn't seem like it would have that much of an effect in this area I mean yeah. also he's very limber right like there's no way you can get to somebody like Bakugo weld him right next to poles that he's just passing up without being super limber, right? So that's a also really good point. Four, like, four small, what looks like round bars that aren't a long bar, and he welded them all in a straight line? Yeah. That oh, was insane. Dude, but yeah, I mean, it was really, it's really cool to watch the teamwork of Class A, 1A get up there now. And it was also really cool to see that, uh, that snark guy, uh, Monoma, get uh, get. Totally freaking look like flabbergasted. I thought Bokugo was supposed to be hot headed and uh, what, what's going on? Oh no, and I, yeah, dude. I just I love seeing him get the fucking business every single yeah. time, but yeah, I, I think you have a good point though. Is that Deku probably will have some problems in the in this in this next one, right? Because they had been talking about you know Shinso or Shinto or Shinso, Shinso, anyway, they're gonna be talking about Shinso, Shinblo, Shinblo, you know, Shinso, Shinblo. But anyway, uh, they were talking about how he was the last one to really trigger Deku by calling him the wrong gender, and you know, it was really <laughs> and we're canceled, but <laughs> but you know, it was. It is a good point, right? Because Shinso, now he has such a wide effect of range now that he can obviously use people's voices against them. I would imagine, I don't know, I feel like they have to go like Navy style, right? Like throw hand signals and shit. Like that's the only way, I feel like that's a mo better way or they just talk about their plan, which it didn't seem like they were going to. It seemed like Deku was like, all right, I'll do exactly what Bakugou did and just run up and then bring him back to us. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that's not a bad idea, right? Because he, if he goes solo, he can't be talked by to anybody. Like if yeah. he doesn't respond to the enemy, he doesn't have to respond. Like, I mean, Okay, now, like, listen, I know this is a superhero anime. I know this is a superhero cartoon. I know villains talk to heroes all the time. I, I know that happens in the middle of battle. But I would imagine if we were to take a more, you know, realistic approach to this, that if he went in there knowing that somebody could use their voice uh, to use, uh, to you know, pre 
to propel his voice into other people that he would say, okay, I'm just not going to talk to these people and I'm going to lead them back here. But I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, I mean, what's, what's your prediction for the next fight? Do you think it's going to be a rough what, like first part? And who do you think? I feel like Mineta's got to go first, right? I feel like Mineta's got to go first. Or Acid Girl. Well, that's the thing with Mineta is that if he, dude, they, he could like stick up the jail. Nobody goes oh. back in the jail. Uh, like, dude, what, what they said, like right at the end was like, I'm sorry, Deku, but you have like some of the weirdest picks of characters to be on your team. That is true. You got sticky acid and gravity, like things that don't quite mesh together for a good team. Like they, their yeah. coach really don't build off each other. Like you can't have, use the acid and the gravity at the same time or like maybe the sticky and the gravity, but like not really. So I, I predict something to the fashion of either something's going to happen where Deku has a good plan. He, he's like working it out. I feel like he's one of the smartest kids in both classes because he really thinks all the time. Yeah. And but like he's got that Bakugo edge where he's like, I've got to fight and be better and like, like destroy my enemies a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to have a weird interaction with Shinzo uh Shinblow uh exactly. who is then gonna trigger some more uh all for one my other thing is uh one for all I'll say it the correct way this time there you go. <laughs> uh, um and the other thing was is the copy guy is in this battle right that is true so, so okay can I ask you something real quick remind me what he can copy can he copy people's quirks is that what it was or can he copy what what is he copy I forget what it is their gender no um <laughs> <laughs> Double cancel. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm a boy. You were a boy before. Stop assuming. <laughs> <laughs> Stop assuming. I could be whatever I want. Um, oh my god. Uh, and so he can copy their quirk, but I thought there was a thing where he tried to copy Deku's and it just didn't work. Mm, or okay. something of the nature happened to Deku where it was like, uh, oh, like someone tried. I don't know if it was a taking or a or a copy or something like that or a cancellation, um, but I don't know. There was something like we know that Eraserhead can erase Deku's power at least way back when. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if he can cancel out All Might's, but no, uh, it was so what what Eraserhead had said at one point is that All Might's power is basically second nature for him. It's not even like a power anymore. It's basically his. But now I would imagine since All Might's power has gone out, that since it's all Deku's now, I don't think he can get rid of it anymore the same way that all that the same way that I, I, I would imagine though, maybe once he gets past seventy five or percent or so, that he'll that's when it's gonna be like, Oh, you can't take this away from me. <laughs> he, he's not even close yet. Exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, we were joking that it was it would be funny if the clone guy or the copy guy copied Deku and then tried to use his power and his arm exploded. Dude, that's such a good idea. <laughs> but that's if it could be if it could be copied in the first place, yeah. which I could I can believe that it, it can't be because it's just uh, OP power. So yeah, um, I'm I'm definitely banking on the fact that Deku's probably gonna go like um, what two two four and two or something where they're going to capture their whole team. And then two of them are going to be captured, but I'm really hoping for the four Oh, because I want him to be as good as Bakugo and be like, mm. yo bro, I'm better or I'm as good as you. 
Gotcha. Yeah, it's you know, I I I don't know, man. It's every time I I'm watching one of these matches, I'm kind of wondering which way they're they'll go, right? Because I feel like my hero has a really good mix of losses and wins, you know. So, you know, Deku was losing hard the first season, just like every single time. I mean, granted he had his moments where he shined and was a big part of things, but he was very much a supporting character because of how volatile volatile his his quirk was. And now he's starting to become more of a especially his is like uh his long range attack now is such a cool one that I'm like, oh dude, I can't wait to see him just air blast people in the face, man. Just freaking nerf gun him. And his quirk has come so far since the licensing exam, which they which I or even all the way back to when class B and class A met each other, like quirk wise. So they don't know about all the upgrades he's gone through. Yeah. And I'm really true. hoping we see a bigger upgrade now that his quirk is starting to activate. Mm. So I don't we'll know. I, we'll I would like to see eventually him and uh, shoot. I have the list right here, but the guy with the tail, him and like, I would like to see him actually teach him martial arts because I'd like to see what Deku. Now Deku obviously can do martial arts to a certain degree, but I like to see uh, Ojiro. I'd like to see Ojiro actually teach Deku some martial arts or something like that. Because can you imagine Deku just straight up putting rear naked chokes on people so hard that they can't get the fuck out? <laughs> and just him breaking arms and shit. And dude, I mean, it's not any worse than like Endeavor burning somebody to ashes, right? I mean, yeah. not that he's done that, but you know, he puts some pretty harsh burns on people sometimes. And hey, he did there's it a lot to of that monster. That yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, that's okay. It's a monster, right? And you know, totally not a person that was once alive at one point. But <laughs> no, 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 no. No, but uh, you know, speaking of things that are not alive we're heading over to zombieland saga episode saga, uh, saga, saga, yeah, saga. <laughs> episode eight season of season two and the reason why i saved this one for last is it almost didn't feel like a zombieland saga episode mainly because it just okay i got okay first off when i was watching this i kind of forgot how good the animation in zombieland saga is just because, you know, we're so used to seeing them in vents and then they go to the CGI, you yep, know, yep, yep. yeah, all the performances and stuff. But, man, when I saw this, I was like, bro, this is such a good-looking freaking anime. Especially the opening scene with uh, Yugiri and, you know, the, the the brothel where she was staying. Or, I don't know if you call it brothel, but wherever she was staying at. And, you know, all that stuff. It really made me feel like I was watching something like like a Roroni Kenshin or a... Oh, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously a lot better animated, but, you know, they the way they captured it was so good, man. But, yeah, what did you get from the episode? It's a house of ill repute, yeah, lucky. Um, I am digging this story, and this is the story I've been waiting for for since last season. I've been like, talk to me about Yugiri. Uh, talk to me about her, because... She has such an interesting story. The fact that she's at least a hundred years older than everybody else. Um, and the fact that they threw in like every other zombie girl into the story as well. Like in the background, you see like e all of them are there. Um, even like Kotaro at some point. Sometimes the voice acting is the same and the same people are doing the voices which either maybe reminiscence of an ancestry or maybe not. Maybe they're just like, hey, use the same people. We, we got the budget. Um, and th that's the whole story of this gentle introduction between Kichi, who is this kind of red-haired guy, kind of looks a little like Ruoni Kenshin. <laughs> um, and like him getting introduced, basically being this nice guy who just wants to bring 
a location that's lost its name and been taken over by somewhere else. And he just wants to bring it back for his grandpa. And that was adorable, like a great story. And, you know, the way that Yugiri kind of gets introduced, like she, she gets, oh, wow, she's a legendary courtesan. Uh, she's basically a high-class prostitute for the richest of people. And then she's her like her closest, uh, I guess, patron was like, hey, I just want you to experience the world. You've been living in the same place, being this high-class courtesan for so long that you should go out and experience life. And she does. It's great. It's so adorable. And then we've get, we get shifty friend, shifty dark evil friend. Dude, I knew I, I knew I had a bad feeling about that guy from the moment I met him. But when, you know, Yugiri just stabs him with the chopsticks and he stops her, I was like, okay, first off, that is a very, those are very good reflexes, man. I mean, I, obviously that yeah. was, the, that was the thing that they were trying to portray, right? But yeah, man, that really threw me off quite a bit. And you know, the fact that everybody looks the same is a little suspect to me. I mean, obviously, we do this a lot, right? I mean, if you think about, like, Back to the Future, this has happened a lot, where, you know, there's a bunch of Biffs. You know, there's Biff here, Biff here, Biff here, even though, they, you know, his grandson looks exactly like him. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. But, you know, not that, you know, there, there should be some mixing here, unless you guys are just interbreeding, you know? It's the same ac- It's it's the same person. The okay, same gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But, <laughs> but you know, you see in Sakura in the very beginning, I was like, what the fuck? And then I started... You start to see Junko, you see, you see, uh, you know, Saki and uh, Lily, you know, on see the bridge. Tai at some point, who has yeah. an actual line. Yeah, well, no, she doesn't, she doesn't have, she's like, uh? That's all she says. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's, it's, it's a little bit like, more. Uh. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, I mean, I really liked the whole backstory to it. We also got to hear, you know, about this guy. What, what's his name again? The, the Kotaro guy? Kichi? Kichi? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. We had to hear about his grandfather, who looks a lot like the bartender guy, and his grandfather, who apparently has the powers to raise the dead, which I, I'm hoping we get into this at some point, because I'm wondering if it's through this guy that eventually Kotaro figures out about Yugiri, right? And figures out maybe maybe she's a part of Saga's history that was lost. And so yeah. since Kotaro's really big on history, or sorry, really big on Saga, he knows about this legendary courtesan and says, hey, you know what? She did a lot for Saga. I mean, I'm assuming she maybe does. I'm not I'm not too sure. I mean, she did revise Kichi's uh, flyers that he was handing out because she's, you know, she's a courtesan. So she has to learn how to read and write at a very high level to, you know, to... I, I don't actually know why she has to do that, but you know, it's uh, it was really cool. I mean, dude, and man, seeing my girl serve sake out of the tea, bo- tea dude, I was just like, wow, kind of turned on, man. That's pretty hot. Like he's going to Japan right now. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going to Japan. I'm going to find a girl named Yugiri, and hopefully, she has a courtesan, and hopefully, everything is just as it was back in the 1800s. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. By the way, uh, evil guy or evil quote-unquote guy his name is ito ito like junji ito oh my god oh my god dude Uh, i i really i really like the first off i really like the atmosphere and how zombie so typically when you see idol animes right typically they i don't want to i don't want to archetype them but they they do have stories with them but not stories that involve this supernatural element to it now one of the closest things i can imagine is idly pride which takes a little bit of anahana action by having a, a girl who was an aspiring idol die and then come back to help her manager form a new group 
which was really good. But this is probably the most like in-depth idol anime I think I've ever seen. Unless, I mean, do you know any ones that have been this supernatural? Is Angel Beats an idol anime, or am I, is that just music no, it's, in general? It's not. It, it's not even Lego music anime. Oh, really? But, okay. Uh, it it's, it has a really in-depth backstory on each okay. character. But, I mean, you're right. I mean, most idol anime are like, we start in high school, and then they build up, and then they sing, and then they got famous. Woo! Like, this one's, like, way more... This one's way more about the character development than it is about the actual adventure of them becoming famous. Yeah. And that's what's nice. It's like, every episode is a character development episode where we learn more about how a character functions, their personality, how they deal with others, how how fame has adjusted their, their view on life. And I... That's... Mm-hmm. Zombieland Saga is just one of the best pure anime that's out there because it has no manga that it's tied to. Yeah. It's all just a free-flowing anime that someone made. And it's that's amazing. I think the closest one now that I'm thinking about it would be 22-7. I don't know if you watched this. I know Johnny watched it with me, but I'm sure we've referenced this before. It's the one where these these idol these idols are chosen by a wall and they end up the wall ends up like spitting out these orders and there's this really big buff guy that's just like the wall's orders are absolute and all it does is just say random shit you know that your opening concert's gonna be this day it's like this really interesting supernatural element to it that you know i i i would argue that Zombieland saga does a lot better but 22.7 has some bomb ass songs in there man they they have some really good songs but dude zombieland saga is killing it man i am really digging this season and i think we're about to that sweet spot right i always say like episode eight or nine are some of the best uh episodes of any season just looking back right konosuba episode nine we had that uh season one episode nine was that awesome scene where darkness or where kazuma has darkness and he thinks he's in a, a succubus dream and he just you know yeah, uh, I'll, I'll let you guys figure that out for yourselves. But <laughs> uh, there's there's a great scene with him in darkness in there, and yeah. there's just so many good because I I feel like that's when they can ramp it up to a climax point. But towards the last episode, they have to taper off a little bit. So you know, that, I think that's why episode nine yeah. and eight, episode eight and nines are just so good, man. And so yeah, we have another part to this. I how how long do you think this is gonna last? Maybe three episodes, like one, two, and three, or do you think the second one's just gonna be the end of it? I think, uh, based on their pacing, the second one's gonna be on, on the end of it. Uh, with it, I can actually read out what that last note meant. Okay, the one that Ito threw to the homeless guy. All right. Uh, from what someone loosely translated on Reddit, it says people who agreed with the target is gathering, unable to confirm it current target. Possibility of of its expansion in the future is high order. Uh, so, so, oh, I see what you're saying. So Ito is probably keeping an eye on Kichi because obviously we learned that Saga had become part of Naga, Nagisaka, is that what it was? Yeah. And since, you know, maybe he is part, maybe they think he's part of a rebellion of some sort or they just don't want, because the problem is if you give a place back its name, it actually does give it quite a bit of power because people in this in this uh, episode were kind of saying like, oh, what's a name going to get you? Well, that's actually a start of something much bigger. Once you give somebody their name back, all of a sudden it starts to become a little bit more and more. It, they, it, got governance, least, they got governance. They got yeah. power. They can determine their borders. Yeah. yeah, at least at least in a totalitarian view, right? If you're if you're some type of dictator of some sort, you don't want any you don't want to give anybody anything and seeing this guy get the most powerful courtesan in history. Of, of of you know Japan, 
And that's a really powerful ally to have on his hand, on his side, right? And yeah. also we saw, you know, when he got a fever, Kichi got a fever, Yugiri actually had some connections that gave her, like, really bomb-ass medicine that, you know, would never be found in the countryside over there. So she's got connections. Yeah. So, yeah, he's got to be, you know, the, uh, this, is, this is shaping up to be a real fucking banger. And I'm hoping... Maybe we'll see some zombie, you know, zombie raisin, you know, maybe we'll see some zombie raisin eventually. Dude, and that's the thing is like if I didn't see because because we've seen a Kotaro get rained on a couple mm-hmm. times, right? He's been wet. We know yeah. he has. So he's not a zombie. But that would have been like a cool theory of mine that have been like that Kotaro was a zombie this whole time. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. somehow that the people who know about how to raise dead are somehow immortal. But, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I see what you're saying. I mean, I, I'm wondering if that makeup procedure has been passed down in, through generations, right? I, I tried to look up their names, and obviously they don't have the same last name because, I mean, you know, we're not going to have the same last names as, as, like, somebody, I don't know, from the 1800s, right? Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm sure my my great, 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 great ancestor isn't named Nua at some point, you know? So it's, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe they look exactly in the family. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe they look exactly (laughs) like me. Maybe, you know, Hey, cousins have different last names, bro. That's how we get away with it. But, (laughs) but but yeah, no, I'm really, I'm really digging zombie land saga. And hopefully once one piece gets its shit together, we'll have one piece back on the train, man. But, uh, you know, th- this has been really awesome. Uh, Johnny will be back for the casual discussion on Monday, next Monday. Yeah, on that's Monday. when I, that's when I release them. <laughs> I can, dude. I almost, I almost, I almost uh, released the casual discussion on Sunday because I got my my podcast confused and I was like, wait a minute, this goes out on Monday. <laughs> I got extra time. I did this early, so don't you love it when you just finish something early and you're just like, yes, I get more time dude, to do absolutely nothing, but. Uh, you know what, guys? As usual, you can check out all things casual in the link tree in our description box down below. Also, you can email us if you guys have any suggestions or topics for videos over at Anime Casuals with an S, real, R-E-A-L, at gmail.com. But as always, guys, don't forget to keep it casual.